Hello everyone, this is May. And this is Faye. And, and this, this is It's Okay, okay That's K Drama. So um, this week uh, we're going to do what we'd originally promised to and we're going to review Jealousy Incarnate. Um, now Faye, would you like to do your spoiler alert? So, spoiler alert, we're going to discuss Jealousy Incarnate. We're not going to hold back. We're going to ruin it for you if you haven't seen it. That being said, there isn't that much to spoil because basically the plot line is in the premise. But still, go ahead, watch it. You'll love it. And come back. You will be here. (laughs) Excellent. So, um... Basic premise? Basic premise. uh, This is about a news reporter who uh, gets breast cancer. Um, and he actually finds out about it uh, through one of the weather girls who's had a crush on him for three years. Um, and obviously the cancer is, is, is a huge plot device for them to eventually get together, but it's not going to be so easy because there is a beautiful, wonderful table in the middle that is going to wreak all sorts of havoc, havoc in your heart. I think that's really interesting, the way you told it from his point of view. I would have started from the weather girl. I would have said, you have this weather girl who's had a crush on this news reporter for three years. Do you think it's his story rather it's than her story? It's 100%. This is his story. This is his show. And however good Gong Yishin is of an actress, this is entirely about Joe John Suk. Like, this, this entire show is about him. <laughs> yes, 100%. Okay. <laughs> but um, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. Now, as it's become a tradition, we should do our tagline. So, Faye, would you like to start with yours? <laughs> okay, my tagline is this week. The table doesn't get the girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's yours? That's, that's great, actually. I love it. Uh, mine is, is a bit more run-of-the-mill, probably. Um, it's a uh, ditzy weather girl gets in the way of the most epic bromance in the history of K-drama. <laughs> um, and obviously more on that later. Uh, but should we talk about uh, grades? So my grade at the time when I watched was a solid eight, like really good, well-rounded. It has gone down a little in the few weeks since I did watch it. It's gone down to a seven, maybe even a six as... You know, I seem to remember more things I disliked about it, but more on that later. <laughs> How about you? See, no, for me at the time it was a nine. I, I definitely started very, very fast. Uh, it's, it's again one of those shows that I, I started before Faye and, and... I finished first! And, uh, Faye finished first. She, I do this every time! She tends to do this to me, it's very unfair. Um, so I think at the time it was a nine, and now I, I think it's still a solid eight. Um, it, it will have maybe even an eight and a half, actually. I think it would always have uh, a bit of a special place in my heart. Not necessarily in my top three, but, you know, a, a special show, I would say. All right, so let's talk about Jealousy Incarnate. Um, this is a show, actually, I picked. Faye didn't really want to watch her to the beginning, um, but I very sneakily got her to. <laughs> By I... watching the first few episodes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I watched the first ten in a week or something like that, but we're not going to discuss that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I'm not really sure how to, how to start here, Faye. What do you think? I'll say the first ten episodes or so were just brilliant. And you know what? They were so enjoyable. I think more than any other K-drama I've watched, and I've watched quite a few by now, it was so juicy and enjoyable. I just loved it, really getting into the characters. It gave you so much to go with. You knew from the first minute exactly what was happening. It was just great. It was so funny and lovely. Yeah. Up till about episode 10, I would say. <laughs> Probably 14, I would say. 14? Yeah, until they kiss. Yeah. Until they kiss, until yeah. Until they kiss. <laughs> um, actually, you know, this has given me a, a little bit of inspiration because it, it's very interesting. This is a romantic comedy, but it's not just a romantic comedy. I think in K-drama, it's very easy to get, you know, either like, you get the melodrama or you get the romantic comedy or you get the action. Whereas, you know, here you sometimes, you know, veer in one direction more than another because... 
yes, it's a romantic comedy at the core, but there is a very serious issue at the bottom, which is Washington's cancer. So uh, I like how the show never really veers away from it. The cancer is always there. Sometimes in some episodes it's more prominent, in some episodes it's less. Um, and it's something that actually K-dramas do a lot, and Faye and I have discussed this. That like trying to make a point about something. Yeah. That sometimes is so incongruous <laughs> yeah. with K-drama as a whole. <laughs> try, try to make it into a social issue. But actually, you know, I think in this one it works quite well. Mm. Um, because obviously, you know, I think especially in Korean society where masculinity is so important, a man getting breast cancer is a massive deal. Like, how do you deal with that? How, how do you deal with the fact that you have an illness that is well, supposed to only come to women? you don't tell anyone. <laughs> exactly. You get your girlfriend to take the blame for it. Um, actually, she's not even your girlfriend at the time. Um, <laughs> Any random female, come here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think this is what I really liked about this show, is that it, it doesn't shy away mm. from the drama just because it's a comedy, but it doesn't shy away from the comedy just because it's a drama. So it, it's, it's, it's very well done and... Uh, I think it's also very touching. It, it it gives you the opportunity for very touching moments between... The fact that he's sick and she's not. So she's in a... Yeah, I was actually going to say very touching moments in general because obviously that's his way of getting closer to his mum again mm. after, you know, having left the country by throwing his, his brother in, in, uh, in misery. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that's also, you know, something that changes his relationship with his best friend. And I think it, it's beautiful how, you know, at, at the core you have a man who's just profoundly alone. I'm not going to say that Washin is the best guy and he's definitely got some serious personality issues. Um, <laughs> but at the, at the core, he is a good guy and he's profoundly alone. He's, he's been left alone by his family, by his entire family. Mm. None of them took even a minute to try to understand him. And, you know, he's never really found love. And then, you know, suddenly through this cancer, he actually gets that. So, you know. I don't know. I think, you know, coming up with uh, putting your brother in jail, you know, telling the entire world about what he's been doing is pretty bad. You see, that's where we disagree. <laughs> um, I mean, yes, and you're supposed to feel that way, but he, he gives a perfect explanation. He gives, he has the perfect explanation, and Jung Won, who's his best friend, has this perfect reply. You know, he says, he says you know, you, you may judge me, and I don't care if anyone judges me, but I did that to my brother because I love him. Mm. I didn't do this to my brother to spite him. And and Juwan says to him, to the person you do this, a wound is just a wound. It doesn't matter whether you did this with love or not. Yeah. But the truth is, he gave a perfectly good and rational explanation, which is, this was going to come out anyway, and I'd rather it came out from my mouth in a subdued way than mm. a, sens a sensationalist way out of someone someone else's yeah, mouth. Yeah, I don't buy it. <laughs> you see, no, I do, I do. I, I, I'm very much a believer in, you know, sort of get there first, get control, there control the story. Okay. okay. Um, and I do, I, it, it was not easy. Like, it's clear that, his, that he loves his brother. He didn't do it for his job. He did mm. it because he loved his brother and he'd killed him and he knew that all of this would happen. And actually, he gives himself the punishment by himself. He takes himself off to Thailand. Yes. And, you know, giving his career a huge halt. So, I don't know, I can't really find, find it in me to blame him. I can blame him for a lot of other things, but not for this. Okay. I think it works better in the later scenes when he takes off um, his girlfriend from being the... When they do the election coverage and she's not doing it well, so he takes her off. And then it's sort of... Um, I, I don't know if he says it outright or it's implied that he does it out of love because she was messing up. It works much better then. I think. Yeah, but th that's actually in the same episodes where you give that explanation. He says, what I did uh -huh. for Marie, I did for my brother, I did the same, I did it out of love. Right. And it was not just because she was messing up at it, because he heard that she was about to get fired. And uh -huh. he, didn't, he didn't want that. You know, he right. wanted to protect her. 
Okay. So I really, I really like that. So early on, what did we like? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> what did we like? <laughs> <laughs> what didn't we like? I think I think we liked different things. Uh, Faye was very much Camp Washine from the beginning. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> I do like a complicated person. <laughs> <laughs> and so did I. But I think this is the most serious case of, of second lead syndrome I've, I've ever got. I mean, with the exception of Goblin, but in Goblin, they're not really vying for the same girl. So it doesn't, mm. it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. But I had very, very serious case of the second lead yes. syndrome here. Yes, you and did. <laughs> I knew, I knew that at the end she would end up with Rasheen because she was obviously going to end up with Rasheen. But I like how well this drama did this. I like how well this drama made you doubt yourself the whole time because there are times where like Rasheen is really being unlovable and Jung Wan is just so damn perfect. Oh, perfect. And, Very much. <laughs> and and he's not perfect in like he's in a pushover. Like he's a great guy but he's fun and he's interesting. He's not, you know, just... He's also really rich. <laughs> he's also really rich and good looking and, you know, just super nice and he stands up to his mother and he's perfect. He's just perfect. And you really want to root for him but you know that you can't and I love it. I love how well this drama just just tests your, your allegiance it's, it's great yeah it has them right it was it in the first episode when they're in what was it thailand taiwan thailand thailand where they were shooting the ad and yeah. you get to see these great dancers <laughs> that was really funny yeah well joe john sack is actually um, a musical actor okay so he started his career in musical theater um and you see it so much here actually you like, do i think they really hammed it up for it, yeah. it's not just the dancing and the singing and I'm like, my god the singing when he sings that wrongful meeting in karaoke like yes. i'm ready to die and also that bit at the end of the wedding yeah <laughs> that was so fun but it's it's really his like physicality like yes. the way he moves is very theatrical which at the beginning really bothered me and at the end i was like actually it's fine i, I don't mind that I know so you much. mentioned that early on we do tend to notice that it bothers us a lot when we think characters aren't moving the way they should yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember we had a problem with it in master's son yeah the male lead oh he can't walk <laughs> he can't walk yeah i'm sorry <laughs> Um, no but in this one I I really like the physicality at the end Mm. Uh, by the end Um, so yeah something I absolutely adored was his the way he looked at um, Nari it's like he's a completely mooned like doesn't know what's going on doesn't know what day it is he's just completely taken by her yeah once he started liking her that is yeah which is actually these intense looks they were oh I can only compare them to Yoon Jae's looks in Reply 97. <laughs> yes, these are probably the best, most intense looks in, in, in K-drama I've ever seen. But here it was much more complicated because she's, she'd been in love with him for three years, finally getting over it, happened to fall in love with his best friend. So claustrophobic, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden he decides he likes her after all. It, so it's, it's fiddly. <laughs> I don't think he decides he likes her after all. I think she does something incredible for him. And, you know, what did he do for her? Well, the cancer, keeping the secret and covering for him. And he is, the truth is, Washington is like a big, huge child. He's an overgrown child. But he's an an overgrown, love-starved child. So, you know, before she doesn't really love him, before she has a crush on him, you know, he's cute, he's good-looking, whatever. This is different. This is two people getting to know each other. And I think he falls for her. And and, uh, it's interesting how I'm going to bring Jane Austen in here. Um, (laughs) But in in Pride and Prejudice... um, Elizabeth falls for, for Mr. Darcy out of gratitude. Gratitude for his incredible so kindness. So not. So not. <laughs> no, but she, that's, that, that's she the ultimate. out of gratitude. She kind of realises that she likes him it's, when she's feeling, yeah, you know, because, no, because he shows what a great guy he is. <laughs> yeah, that, but that's the ultimate, the ultimate moment when she realises. And I think that this is what's happening to Washington here. Like, he, he just, he's so grateful for this woman for giving him so much unconditional love that he starts loving her back. And I think, 
it's actually something beautiful that you love someone because they love you. Well, he never realises that. That was one of my big problems with it right at the end when she asks him, did you fall in love with me just because I, I was with your best friend? And he doesn't give her a straight answer. He says, Dula, no. I didn't know, no, I don't know. But I think, and I was so uncomfortable with that. No, I didn't mind. I think it was just being coy. I think he knows that he loves... I think that, you know, the big confession is not that. The big confession is when he stands up in front of the whole nation. Right. And he says, you know, I've been saved by my girlfriend. You know, oh, that was a Was it not for her? I think that that's why I fell in love with her. And I think that he didn't need to say it again after he'd said it on national TV. Like, that's uh-huh. enough. Yes, he did. It's big enough He needed to say it to her personally without the whole world listening. He did need to say it again. He said it to her. He was looking at her. Oh, no. He was looking at her. I was lacking. No, I disagree. I don't think it's enough to tell the whole country that you love your girlfriend. <laughs> he looked into her eyes as he was telling it. I know. The, the, all the way throughout that report, he was looking at her. Yes, very much. But I still think he needed to tell her privately with nobody listening. All right, we'll just <laughs> Wasn't it great in the hospital when uh, the curtain is pulled around his bed and you just know he's there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, come on. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, even this dramatic situation just lent itself to so much comedy oh, it's it was brilliant, brilliant. And, and when he farts and, oh. it's, and it's like oh yeah like this 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 grandmother has like really really nasty farts and you're like this is terrible but this is just so enjoyable so funny that and the bra the bra <laughs> i'm so interested i really have to do some research is it true that men would have to wear a bra after? i have no idea but i don't th- i i never knew when you know when i sort of became a, a when i grew up and you know that a bra would ever provide so much comedy that was brilliant and when the mother sees it uh, oh my <laughs> oops actually that scene i i cried it was terrible it was, but it was it was because she's like properly hitting him and he's just lost his brother he's got this guilt and he's got this secret that i think that's carrying. why she's hitting him she's just lost her son and she doesn't know what's going on yeah but i i just felt so sorry for him in that yeah. in that moment he's just he's just in all sorts of pain he's you know the lost the guilt the 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 sickness the secret everything and and his mum who's supposed to be the person who loves him is hating him yeah. and in all of this like he's just realised he loves a woman who's fallen for his best friend it, it's yeah. it's I mean would you want to be in his shoes <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about what happens in the car when he drives her to Junyong when um, she, he thinks Junyong's engagement comes out yes. And he says he's such a good person. He's better than me in every way. And I'm <laughs> driving you to her, even though I'm driving you to him, even though my heart is breaking. It was an amazing scene. Yeah. I thought it was great. He really doesn't want to go after her. Like, that's actually something that you need to give him credit for. He really doesn't want to do this. He really wants to do the honorable thing and keep the secret and just, you know, get over his feelings. Mm. And he only actually springs into action when he won his, his colleague goads him and says like are you really not going to do anything are you not going to be a bastard and he's like okay i'm going to give it a try and even then it's a half-hearted i'm going to give it a try he really doesn't want to go after her well when they're all in the building together when they're all staying in the apartment together he doesn't actually ever go after her. he runs away when yeah. he's really you know when he's in so much pain is seeing her going out with um the chibol's mother he runs yeah. away he doesn't want to confront yeah. her yeah he really doesn't um which i think is a really nice um segue into i think what is the biggest topic of this um Oh, it's drama, and that's the bromance. <laughs> because, I mean, you know, I've been watching dramas for a few years, but I've, I've done this all wrong, and obviously, you know, I've watched some of the big ones first, and then some <laughs> of the smaller ones later. But when you read, and you, you kind of go onto blogs and, and sites about K-drama, there is a sense that the biggest bromance in the history of K-drama is Goblin. 
It's a great bromance. And it's a great bromance. And had I not watched Jealous Incarnate, I would have tended to agree. But then you watch Jealous Incarnate and you're like, the Goblin Bromance has got nothing on these two. Well, because these two, you get they grew up together. They were in school together. You get the feeling they, they have a much closer relationship. They're closer than, than brothers. Two. Yeah. They're not as funny as the couple in Goblin. That's for sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. They're not as funny. But... The, the, the relationship is much deeper and much more meaningful. Yeah, like even when they're killing each other. Are we still friends? Yes, of course we're yes, friends. Yes, of course. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just throwing you in the mud. But of oh, course we're still friends. The, that scene in the mud was, oh, was oh, out of this world. Brilliant. I just like wanted it to go on. <laughs> <laughs> like now he's sitting there looking for octopuses, totally oblivious to what's happening, like two feet away. <laughs> It was fabulous. It was brilliant. What was that when they were drinking? Bring me a box of soju. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like they really, they, it's like a couple trying to work through a through a rough patch. Mm. And these two really, like, are really a bit of a couple. Like you know, they, mm. they just love each other so much. They care about each other so much. They stand up for each other. You know, Washington saying like he's a much better person than I am, yeah. and Jungwon saying you know you don't realize what's going on in his family and how hard he has it and how alone he is. And Jungwon like always wanting to be there for his friends because he knows how alone he is. Mm. Um, it's just beautiful it's something that you you really rarely see on screen just you know so much time for a friendship to develop like that and to be explained like that one thing that I was a bit disappointed in the bromance is when Jungwon finds out that that Machine has cancer because I think that that episode had had the potential to be so powerful Mm. Uh, and there is a little bit of it but then he sort of gets interrupted by her which she always seems to sort of get in the way of this bromance, hence my tagline. <laughs> uh, because they're having this wonderful moment on the hotel and on the hospital bed when he's like massaging his leg and, you know. Oh, that was just... so funny. <laughs> that was brilliant. And then she's sort of like, it's really like she's just coming in on a very intimate moment. <laughs> it's like she's interrupting something. It's funny you mention that because I think from that episode, it all went downhill for me. The minute she suggested, let's all go live together and then I'll work out who I like best. I was not on board with that. That was not okay. And that is not the way relationships are built. I 100%. thought that was... Oh, that was terrible. 100%. For me, that was where it all sort of fell apart. I wouldn't say that that's where it all sort of fell apart. I would say the first 14 episodes were brilliant. And, I mean, that kiss. That kiss. <laughs> we need a whole episode of episode, our podcast just to just talk about, about the kiss. kiss. I, think, I think it's probably the best kiss in K-drama, possibly even better than the Coffee Prince kiss. I haven't decided yet. But, ironically, it's the first kiss I've ever seen in all my K-drama watching that's cheat. Yeah. It's a real, honest-to-goodness cheat. It is. It I is. couldn't believe it. <laughs> it is. People in Korea, they kiss other people. <laughs> it was still a very good kiss. It was terrible, but it, oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> um, and yeah, so like that's up to episode 14. And then it sort of like loses itself a little bit between 16 and 19, which is when they're all living together. And it's sort of like, again, the, the cohabitation of plot devices you know, <laughs> sort of continuing on a previous it's like It's like they hadn't done enough cohabitation so far with it, that house, with like somebody in the K-drama in every room in that house and him moving in across the street. Or, no, in the next building. In the along. next building, yeah. That wasn't good enough. No, no, we need them all in the same in the house. Same house. <laughs> um, but then after that, once Washin and, and, and um, Mary get back together, get together, I think sort of from episode 19 on, I think it's actually really a, a really good ending. Maybe the last episode is a bit boring, but... It does kind of catch itself, yeah. But I really like how, like, they sort of pick up the cancer storyline again. Yes. And how, you know, him not being able to have kids. And, you know, I really like so much that, you know, you, you this is the first time in a drama where you really see a, a believable character development. You know, sometimes you get a nasty shable who suddenly becomes nice and you don't really get, like, you know... Oh, hey, it's always through the, his love for the female lead. Exactly. Obviously. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> Whereas here it's not so simple. Like, here is really, like... Well, here you got the table who's perfect from the beginning. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying here. Like, Washin is not a very enjoyable 
person at the beginning mm. and he becomes such a good person wanted to do the right thing and yes mm. it's it's because he loves it but it's not just and he actually when he has this big confrontation with jung he says it he says maybe it's because of you because i've always seen you be you know so serious about the women that you were dating and always consider marriage and like yes maybe i learned this from you maybe now i want marriage and i want kids because i learned this from you but so what yeah no no no. but but that's what i'm saying like i i, I really think that he grows up as a character mm-hmm. not just through his love for her but like through the cancer through his brother's death through his friendship like i like it that is you can't really point one single thing that makes him grow right. and then the tag end of the series you really see him growing and him saying like i can't i can't give her kids like am i really good enough for her right. and you know I, i'm gonna go out and i'm just gonna like sort my feelings out like I don't know. I, I really like what they did at the end there. It's funny what you said that you couldn't pinpoint it. I think they tried to pinpoint it for us when the moment he realises that he's in love with her and that she's involved with his friend and he starts crying. Oh, for me, that's... Uh, when it, He's in the lift and then it sort of seeks to him yeah. crying. I think for me that was... It was so powerful and so wonderful and such a great scene when you sort of him realizing how somebody else has felt this whole time and how, how much it hurts to be in love with someone who's not in love with you but it's it, yeah it's not just that it's also how much he hurt her yes yes and, and the regret like i think he's such a wonderful actor because every single feeling shows on his face he's very good at that and and yeah you, you just get this feeling like I, I can't believe i did this to her like the regret is there and you're like i don't think i've ever seen regret in the way i've seen it since this drama yeah that was so, one of my favourite scenes. It was so brilliantly portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you like that little boy? The one who randomly oh, draws... No, no. The little boy... Um, who that, li- that's a stepbrother. That was a stepbrother? <laughs> stepbrother. <laughs> that's why we're sitting together she at the She's the stepmother. No. The yes. little boy who draws pictures? Yes. That's his stepbrother? That's, that's her stepbrother. That's Marie's stepbrother. I didn't the know. Owner. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Random that he kept on saying that he loved her. No, it's his stepbrother. Brother. In the first episode, the mother of the little boy comes mm. and Mary tells her, You should have gone with my father to China. <laughs> She's the stepmother. And then again, when when she all goes to school yeah. and, and Jayang says, I'm, I'm a stepmother, and the school says, Oh, finally, we've met the stepmother. This I is the stepmother. I missed that. Oh. <laughs> hey, this is brilliant. <laughs> This is brilliant. Okay, but he was a gorgeous little boy. Yeah. They obviously were telling him, come on, stick out your lower lip. Stick it out more. <laughs> oh, he was such a precious little child. Yeah. Actually, that whole, like, again, the, the drawings of plot devices, but I really loved it. Oh, it was so cute, the yeah. way they were up on his wall. I like the way that they... I was worried that he would be in love with her for ages and she would never find out. I like that they didn't keep that going on for too long, because I know that's what um, K-dramas do sometimes. I liked it. It was all out in the open. Yeah. From the, quite early on. It's very open. And Jung Wan finding out is also open yeah. from very early on. Like everyone, like, everyone is playing with the cards open. Everyone yeah, I appreciated that. But that sort of li- li- led up to them all living, living together in the same house, which was too open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that maybe that is because, and, you know, this is interesting because we haven't really spoken about any of the side characters. Yeah, I was going to bring it up. But this is actually, you know, the, this entire drama is, is a little bit about family, really, and about mm. how, like... This is just like a makeshift family with like, you know, you don't really know who belongs to whom, but they all yeah. end up belonging to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's why this cohabitation needed to happen. Uh, but I really did like this this family feeling, even though I didn't always love, I didn't love the entire sort of story with the, with the chef, the two mothers and the chef, and, and Pal Gang was anno- annoying me by the end. <laughs> um, I really liked Nori's brother, though. 
I think Nari's brother is such a like refreshing character. He's wonderful, yeah. yeah. He's, a good, he's a good brother. He's a good friend. He's, yeah. he's, I loved it that he hates washing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like, some great exchanges I, I, between them. He's like jumping off the balcony just to, just to kill him. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, what about you? What was your what were your feeling about the side characters? I have to admit, I did fast forward them near the end. I wasn't watching them anymore. I liked them more in the beginning than I did yeah, at the end. Yeah, the build-up was good, but then they, it didn't, you know... It didn't... Obviously, the deliver. jealousy incarnate. So you've got three... Um, love triangles. Three love triangles. And I wasn't interested so much in all of them. I just wanted, you know, the main love triangle. Yeah. But they were all brilliantly portrayed. They all really gave it all they, they got. Yeah. Especially at the beginning, the two ste- um, the mothers wives with their oh, cat fights. Let's brilliant. get off the lift. Let's take this fight to somewhere more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it was really good. Tell me some of your favourite scenes. Oh, God. Well, apart from the kiss. Apart you from can't the say kiss. the kiss. <laughs> uh, apart from the kiss. Um, I think the scene... After when when Washin drives Nari to Jungwon, and and he really realizes what's going on, and mm. then they kiss Jungwon and Nari kiss, and Washin walks away, oh. and it starts raining. It starts raining, and he says, "Nari, you're such a liar. You said it wasn't going to rain, but that's not what he's thinking. Yeah. He's like, you're such a liar. You said you loved me and you don't, and and you read it in his eyes, and the heartbreak there is just so raw." And so powerful, and then the rain falling. I mean, obviously, K drama is very good about picking rain at the right time. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I really like that scene. How about you? I love that scene as well. I, I I forgot that he said that. He said it wouldn't rain. I just hated the fact that she said that she loved both of them. I mean, I appreciate that does happen <laughs> much more often than we like. <laughs> but you always love someone more than the other person. It's never exactly equal. I mean, she acknowledged that she did. She just wouldn't tell them. Yeah, obviously it was Washin. But... I think she knows it was Washin, but her brain is telling her Jungwon is the better person. Jungwon is the better person. He is the better person. 100%. He's a much better person. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, okay, my obvious, obviously my favorite scene. One of them was of them in the mud oh. at the beach. That was just classic. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. I, I was like just thinking of all the people behind the scenes. They're consist- constantly applying that mud to that face. I hope it was like therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> it was just brilliant of them fighting in the mud and then. Jungwon dragging Washin over to you know. See this now. (laughs) Tell me what. Oh, it was just brilliant. It was so funny. Yeah. Um, And then give me another one. Another one is. I mean, obviously the mud scene for me as well. But another one, and again, I I don't know why I'm picking all of these dramatic moments. So there's maybe something in the in the air this evening. But um, when he goes to hospital by himself and he finds out that he can't have kids. Yes. And he cries. Yeah. And. Again, like I think, you know, I've, I've said this before, I think he's such a wonderful actor. I think very rarely, like, I've wanted to cry with someone mm. just because I, I can really feel the feelings. It's testament to his acting. It, it, was an inc- it was incredible acting. And, like, in that moment, I just felt so empathetic towards him. And actually, I was really annoyed. Like, the doctor and the nurse didn't seem too fussed about it. it was like They were brilliant, by the way. They were. They were a brilliant duo. They were, they were brilliant fabulous. Duo, 100%, <laughs> but not in that scene. In no. that scene, it's like, you've got this man falling apart, like, just show him some empathy and mm. nothing and you really again well, get can't, a sense the build of up his... the next couple of episodes of course but it's kind of you get the feeling of his loneliness there mm. again and and it was just very striking mm. how about you um quite early on i absolutely adored the scene of the father who's about to die he's in bed and then like all his family's <laughs> around him then it turns into sort of some sort of disco it's a bit I... tacky but yeah <laughs> i loved it i thought it was so touching 
And then it sort of like decreases and then he's back in bed. I thought it mm-hmm. was lovely. Um, yeah. I liked that scene. Actually, if I have to pick a scene involving side characters, and I know we disagreed on this, but when uh, um, the mothers go f- to be there for Pal Gang's day at school. Yes. And, and Sung Suk gets there first, mm. so, you know, she's already spoken for. And actually no one's there for Chiyo because, you know, Nari's like around collecting octopuses or something. <laughs> As you do. As you do. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and you see this woman who's been so self-centered up to now and like thinking about what she wants and wanting her mm. daughter and wanting this and wanting that. And for the first time she opens her eyes and she sees like there is this boy here and he's completely alone and he doesn't have anyone speaking for him. Mm-hmm. And then and then the teacher says he wants, you know, we think he should go to, to medical school, but he doesn't want to because of money and this and that. And she gets up like, no. And she says, our child will go, will go to medical school. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that there is an acknowledgement, like we are all in it together. We are all one big family here. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that was very moving how, you know, she stands up for him and she's like, you're my son now. You're... I didn't trust her though. When I saw that, I didn't believe that she was being genuine. See, I, I, I actually did feel that that was probably one of her first genuine moments, actually. Where, did, where do you come from believing it, though? If somebody's only ever been shallow and horrible until then, all of a sudden she's saying something nice, why isn't she distracting? I think because, like, you do see these yeah. two women changing very, very slowly. You do. I think that's a big point. And yeah. I think that that's, like, one of the big turning points for her, is, like, uh-huh. I have to take responsibility beyond myself. Right, right. Um, okay. So I like that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because you barred me from talking about the kiss, but that's really just... No, 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 I didn't buy you from talking about it. But that was really just one of the best kisses ever. And you say it's a first cheat, but the interesting thing is that, yes, he kisses her, but she provokes him. Yeah, very she much. I asks, thought she kissed him. She asks for the kiss. Yeah. She is not going to go away until he does it, and he knows it. Yeah. And he's still resisting it because of his friend, and then eventually, I mean, he's human. So <laughs> he kisses her. All right. Um, final thoughts. Um, rooms in the weather announcer's office where the people work are not very secure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where they sleep. Yeah. I was a bit concerned about yeah. that. <laughs> like walking into each other's rooms with bunk beds at all day times. <laughs> yeah. But again, like the claustrophobia in this, in this uh, drama is real. You know, it's a lot. They're all sort of on top of each other in mm. in the studio, at home, in the restaurant, everywhere. Everywhere. They're, they're just kind of like all they never got two minutes. No wonder they went to Thailand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hundred. What about her work um, storyline? That she wanted to become an announcer. Um, oh, by the way, I loved the side character of the other weather girl who like covers her with sauce from the food. Oh, no, and I hated her. I hated her, but I loved hating her. No. I thought she was great. I wouldn't have minded if she would have had a bigger part the whole no. way through. I hate it. I, I hate everything about it. I just, I don't like when, the, like, and you see this a lot in, in K-dramas, like, how, like, cruelty in the workplace is is, is portrayed, oh. because it's portrayed as something that is acceptable, or, like, everyone knows it happens, and it's just not okay. It's not okay. It's really But I okay. loved watching it. <laughs> no, no I, I wasn't a big fan of it. So she does everything she can to become an announcer, and then she even succeeds for a very short while. And then she goes back through the weather girl. And then she, go, she goes through this existential crisis and decides actually i want to go back to him which is interesting because it would be considered a much lower position yeah i like that she does what she wanted in the end um but i'm not really sure the message it sends yeah Um, well she said i want to be a weather expert i want to be paid more yeah 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 i guess i loved washin's um smoking problem although we never see him light up There's like 16 scenes with him taking cigarettes out, messing around with cigarettes. Never actually smoking them. <laughs> no, never. Um, but she chucks him a lighter. 
I always thought it was going like, to lead up to something more significant. But that's it. It was just a cool move. Mm-hmm. Trap the lighter, catch the lighter. That's it. That's okay. There's a lot of coolness in this drama. Very cool. There's, there's a lot of cool. Washington is a very cool character. He's a very cool guy. Yeah. And, and Jung Wan is also. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> now he's not so cool. No. 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 Actually, it's, it's like I said, like, you know, however so, good of an actress she is. Well, she is. She's brilliant. My th- favorite. This drama was, it was 100% about Jojo and Sook. Like, he carried it mm. throughout. 100%. Do you think this is what Twilight was trying to be? I'm going to have to come back to you on this one. (laughs) Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, I thought this was a great drama. Um, I really wanted to see a drama where there was a lot of jealousy. I think jealousy just lends itself so well to to dramas. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the cohabitation bit, but I think that that they sort of saved it at the end. Mm. Yeah. With the babies. Oh, I'm so glad they had babies. Yeah. They were really cute. Actually... Washing with glasses. I so get it. Oh, washing with glasses. I so get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, then. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much.